Uh, lots of teams, or four teams to talk about, not lots of teams to talk about. We'll start from the bottom, though. Uh, Denver Broncos, after finishing 5-12 and last year, I thought they were going to win this division. I thought they were Super Bowl contenders. God, was I fucking wrong. Um, notable additions for the Broncos this offseason, Mike McGlinchey, Ben Powers, Zach Allen, and Alex Singleton. Notable losses, Draymond Jones. And obviously, they brought in coach Sean Payton. And that's the big one for me. That is the big improvement. They got rid of Hackett, who did not have a clue how to be the head coach of a team. Uh, I don't even know if he can be an offensive coordinator without Rodgers being his quarterback. Um, I think Sean Payton is a big difference maker. It seems like he says he's going to fix Russell Wilson. uh, And all I think that that means is we're going to run the ball and Russ, you just hit the spots that we tell you to just like Pete Carroll was doing in Seattle. So I think it will be good for the Broncos. I think their offensive line improved greatly, especially after all the injuries like last year. So I think they're going to run the ball. I think Javante Williams and Samaj P. Ryan, that's going to be their duo. They're going to run the ball. Well, they're going to kind of try to recreate what they did in Seattle, at least on offense. Anyways, where are we at with Sean Payton? Spills, I saw you make a face. I don't know. I think he's just making dumb comments in the media. Uh, he's been out of the game for a little bit here. And um, I have I – don't, I don't really care. I was not feared by any means when they uh, when they signed. or tra- Did they trade for him? Did they just sign him? I forget. Uh, they traded for him. they have to trade it for his rights? Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I, I never was never really a, a huge Sean Payton guy anyways. Um, I don't think he's going to fix Russell Wilson, and uh, this team doesn't scare me one bit. So whatever. Mm-hmm. See, I am a big Sean Payton guy. I think he carried the last few years of that Saints team before he uh, headed on to the broadcast booth for a little while. Um, but yeah, no, I think the biggest thing with the Broncos this year is that, you know, it's a very good roster, you know, the big X factor is Russ. I'm not talking about Russ. Every other position, they've got solid wide receivers. They added a lot to the O-line. They've got solid running backs in a solid run scheme that Sean Payton runs. Their defense was very good last year. You know, I think they were top five defense, which is impressive considering how much they were on the field. Russ yeah. Uh, but the big thing, too, is uh, that I think a lot of people haven't really been talking about is the fact that they now have very, very rich owners who have spent a lot of money on this uh, upgrades this offseason, and they're going to have expectations. And I think they're going to be pretty quick to make changes if this doesn't work. So maybe it's not going to be this year. Russ is bad again. What is Russ's contract to the freaking Waltons? They're going to find a way to that deal, pay off whatever they need to pay, and move the team in the right direction. And like I said, the only concern I have, and it's probably the biggest quarterback concern in the league, is Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, fuck. If the Broncos cut Russell Wilson, that's going to be like the new uh, the new Bobby Bonilla contract where they're just going to be paying him out for the next 25 years. Million dollar every year. It, the Walters yeah. will have made that money back half an hour later after they have to pay him that <laughs> <laughs> that is very very fair um yeah and i mean you talked about the defense like this is i'm trying to remember what the stats were from last year but i think it's like if the broncos scored like 17 points in all of their games they would have been like nine and eight or eight and nine or something stupid like that they would like, have been an 11 win team if they had 18 points per game yeah exactly like and they were five and twelve. That shows again. And I don't expect the defense to continue what it was doing. Obviously, with uh, their defensive coordinator uh, Jiro Evero moving on to the Panthers, uh, Vance Joseph is back uh, now as the Broncos' defensive coordinator. He used to be their head coach, but it's still a good defense. I still like the defense. I still think this is a good team. Uh Sucks that Tim Patrick is now out for the season again. Uh, Because I literally have in the good, the weapons are healthy. Like, good job, Broncos. And 
Tim Patrick has to ruin that one. But uh, yeah, I guess let's talk about the bad because I don't like the bad is Russell Wilson. The bad is what version of Russ are we going to get? Is is it going to be what we saw last year, who was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league? Or are we going to get kind of those last few years of the Seahawks Russ where he was still a good quarterback, but you could tell that it was not the same from those prime Seahawk Russ years. I think he's a cook product. Um, does it, Russell Wilson, um, I think he's going to be benched after the first uh, eight weeks and they're going to be just moving on, trying to get a good draft position. That's kind of where I'm at with this team. Uh, I don't think Sean Payton has any uh, sort of a leash for Russell Wilson. Cam also no. said it too. I don't think the owners give a damn either. If no. it's, it's if, if it starts off poorly, what's, what's Jared Stidham playing to them? It doesn't matter. They need to move on to next year and then get out of that contract. And there's uh, a third-string quarterback. Watch out. Rudy no, Danucci? Yeah. A, not a quarterback like Jared Stidham to back up. Somebody that has experience playing in NFL games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I just wanted to chuck in. Uh, I know I, I like to personally complain about injuries a lot and what happens with the Chargers, but uh, Denver has a very bad history of injuries. They got smoked with injuries last year, and they've already yeah. started getting injured this year. I don't yeah. know if it's something with the altitude. I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, it's, I, I don't think they can stay healthy. I haven't, I haven't seen any sort of uh, – ex- there's no data showing that they, they stay healthy over a period of time. So um, we'll see what happens. But the people are falling like flies. They lost Hamler. They lost uh, – who else did you say there? Tim uh, Patrick. Tim Patrick. Yeah. Uh, Cortland Sutton's gonna so, next week, and Jerry Judy's yeah. always had injuries, and I don't know what's going on here. So hopefully they can stay healthy because uh, wouldn't want it to be that easy for the the, the powder blue this year. But uh, that's what I got: injuries, and then Russ is. I, I just think he's he's yeah. toast. I will be clipping out that part of you saying, "Oh, the injuries, man! They kill them. They drop like flies every year. I don't know what it is, and then it's just gonna be." Every Chargers injury from this year, it'll be like, I don't get it. And then Joe Bosa out six weeks. Next guy up, Derwin James. Out Josh Palmer actually got hurt today. No, fuck Of course he oh, did. Oh, yeah. They, they don't uh, know the extent of the injury yet, but uh, I have to go for a walk at work. <laughs> uh, at the end of the day with the Broncos, it's they're kind of like the freaking uh, Texas Longhorn for the NFL. I got to see it to believe it if I'm going to actually buy into the hype this year. That's fair. That's fair. Um, floor and ceiling. Uh, I have my floor as they're hovering around 500, which means nine and eight, uh, eight and as nine. As floor? Around 500. So that's seven to nine wins in that range. Oh I think. God. I think this is, I think this is, again, they were five and 12 last year. And if they would score 18 points in every game, they would have 11 wins and would have made the playoffs. I don't think seven wins as a floor is that crazy for them. Uh, Their ceiling, I think this can be a playoff team. I think a lot of things would have to happen with the other AFC teams for that to become a reality. Russell Wilson would need to play very well, but who knows? It's, I think, yeah, I, I think there's a big range of how, good slash bad the Broncos can be. I'll let you guys to go with your floor and ceiling now. I'll throw a little two cents in your tongue and then I'll let you go. Um, I was, my floor was probably five or six wins for them, uh, similar to kind of what they were last year, because I think last year was their floor, and like they did not achieve anything close to what they were supposed to. Um, their ceiling, it's like, it's kind of like that if Russ is good, I think they'll be in the division race with the other two top teams in this division. They won't win it, but they'll push that pace, I think, to keep things up, keep uh, everybody competitive until December. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, ceiling, uh, 500 team. If they get to nine wins, that's because Russell Wilson doesn't fall off the cliff. 
and plays the best that he possibly can. And Sean Payton gets the best out of his players, but they're just simply not good enough to squeak into the playoffs. Um, they'll continue playing tight games in, in the division because they always do. The This division just likes to play each other tough, regardless of who it is, regardless as to who's on the team. It's always uh, tough games. And then again, their floor is uh, top, top 10 pick. Uh, I don't think they'll be bad enough to be a top five pick. Um, but I got them at seven and 10 right now. Um, so I, maybe I sounded a lot more down on them than that projection was, but that's what I got for them right now. Um, they'll win some games that you don't expect them to win. They'll lose some games you don't expect them to lose. And then they'll be tough within the division. Um, so I just don't think Russ will be good enough to get them back to where they expect to be. I think that's very fair. Uh, we will move on to the next team now, the Las Vegas Raiders, who finished 6-11 and 11 last year. The Derek Carr, Devontae Adams experiment uh, did not go well. The two former teammates did not do anything. I mean, Adams had an unreal season. Derek Carr is just terrible. Um, notable additions for the Raiders this year, Jimmy G, Jacob Myers, Marcus Epps, and Jerry Tillery. Notable losses, Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Rockyson, Clellan Farrell, and Foster Morrow. I'll also add to the notable additions. They did sign Marcus Peters recently. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the good. Devontae Adams and Max Crosby exist and are on this team. Uh, yeah. What I, else is there? I put star, the star players uh, is the good. Josh Jacobs, um, I do. I would be very, very, very cautious with Josh Jacobs this year in fantasy. They gave him uh, – someone chucked out a stat. Was it – I don't know if it was you, Jason, but I heard it on some sort of podcast. There wasn't a second player on the Raiders last year that had 100 rushing yards. Let me, well, let me check that right now. It would have been Zamir White, and I don't think – no, he only had seven, it was, it was 70 Derek, yards last year. It was Derek year. Carr with 102 yards. <laughs> they didn't have another running back or receiver that had 100 rushing yards. Josh Jacobs – they put everything into Josh Jacobs last year. He played in the Hall of Fame game last year. I think he's going to be worn out. He doesn't have a contract. He's not going to get a contract, and I don't think he cares. No. When this team starts sliding right out the gate – uh, there will be some Fugazi stuff going on in the background about uh, fake injuries and holding out for himself and whatnot. Be very cautious with Jacobs. Still think he's a very, very, very good talent and great running back who actually uh, what he finished in the top uh, 11, 12, 11 for the, the players voted list, which is a uh, great honor for him because he yeah. was a stud last yeah, year. Max Crosby, again, stud player and Tay's Tay. But other than that, uh, but nothing we'll look forward to other than uh, I think uh, being in Vegas. You guys are forgetting that the Las Vegas Raiders have finally added a winning quarterback to their organization. <laughs> Wait till we get to I the I mean, bag. fuck it. Drew is here. He'd be telling you the Raiders are making the playoffs. So, oh, forget the playoffs. I think he, 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 he has them winning the division. Uh, it's I oh, that man is saying. I'm not going to go too deep into it. I love Jimmy for everything he did in San Francisco. I'm excited to see him get an opportunity where he's not surrounded by greatness to see what he truly is. Because I think this is kind of going to be one of those first years that, you know, if he has a good year this year, he has a real chance to change the whole narrative around his brand. So I think that's that's fair. So Yeah, I and I mean, like, but yeah. <laughs> and we're kind of, we've been, sh we've been shitting on the offense a little bit, but it's like, Jimmy G, solid quarterback. Josh Jacobs was one of the best running backs in football last year. Devontae Adams, top five receiver in football. And then they follow that up with Jacoby Myers, who I like quite a bit. I think he's better than Juju. I think the Pats should have kept Jacoby Myers instead of Juju, whatever. Uh, and then they still have Hunter Renfro in that slot, who is a roster. I mean, he apparently. looks like he's. Apparently, I mean, I, fuck, I know a lot of teams that would happily take Hunter Renfro uh, immediately, yeah. but it's, they got pieces. I'm not expecting like much, but, and I think the big things for Jimmy G too is he's back with Josh McDaniels, who was obviously his offensive coordinator when he was with the Patriots. So he probably has some familiarity with that system. 
yeah, and I guess let's just start talking about the bad. Um, speaking of that head coach, I think he fucking sucks. I think um, we're like we're all both... Patriots assistant coaches and coordinators. What? This is easily easily going to be the first coach uh, dismissed this year. Easily. I, I... No, just because they can't pay two coaches on a buyout because fucking <laughs> what's his face. Uh... Gruden. Mark Davis is cash for. Oh. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Bruden and yeah. Gruden and McDaniel. Yeah, that's McDaniel. a good point. Maybe they can't fire him right away, but holy hell, are they going to be piss poor? And it starts with the coaching. Josh McDaniels yeah. is a trash coach. Um, and then uh again, my other note here, I'll give it back, toss it back to you too. But um yeah, and actually, no, I just had coach, but um, they don't have a lot of depth either. Uh, as soon as uh, they lose any of their star pieces, uh, like if, if God forbid Max Crosby were to miss any time, this is easily one of the like. Th- I think they're equally as bad as uh, the Rams on defense. That's how, that's how poor I think this defense is. I I think that's pretty fair. I mean, it, it was literally Max Crosby. Maybe Chandler can find some sort of form because he did nothing last year. They did draft Tyree Wilson, who I expect to go that role from Chandler Jones very shortly. He is still hurt and missing training camp. But after like those three names, and like Chandler Jones is like a question mark really at this point, it's a whole lot of nothing. Uh, this secondary is going to get absolutely torched every play like like every game when your best corner in 2023 is marcus peters you've got problems that that should not be a thing but exactly. here we are yeah no that's it's not great for the raiders especially in this division yes that's that that is huge yeah that they're gonna get picked apart every yeah. single week um it's kind of boils down to that. I don't care how many players that they have. I don't trust them at all. No. Let's go. No. It's a nice segue into our next team, but anyway, so I'll let you get to the uh, ceiling and floor first. There um, you go. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, ceiling, pick just outside the top 10. Maybe they're flirting around, uh, I don't know, seven wins. Again, that's just if Jimmy comes in and performs higher than I expect him to. Uh, I haven't seen any evidence of Jimmy on a team outside of a super team, like Cam said, uh, where, again, he was still criticized for his performance. Um, The Raiders don't have that kind of offensive line. He's not going to get that kind of protection. I think this can get off the rails fairly quickly. Um, so their follower is a top five pick and they'll be in position to select their quarterback of the future. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same thing right um, Top five pick plus fire sale. Yeah, I, I have the same thing. I have floor as top five pick, top three pick, uh, ceiling around 500. Uh, yeah. Is what it is. Uh, we shall keep moving on. Uh, next up on the list is the team from LA, the LA Chargers. Uh, finishing 10 and 7 last year. Uh, going into last year, I was like, man, Chargers looking really good. This is a Super Bowl caliber team. Uh, it all fell apart fairly early with injuries. They bounce, bounce back, rallied back. Man, that first half against the Jags was incredible. And then that big dumbass of their head coach just couldn't do anything. He's a bad coach. Uh, they fell apart to the Jags, and that's where their season ended. Let's talk about the notable additions. Notable additions for the Chargers this offseason. Eric Kendricks, that's the only ad. However, the notable losses, who else did they add? Oh, Kel- you have to include Kellen Moore as a notable addition. We're going from the worst offensive coordinator in the I'm NFL. I'm getting to, to it. Moore. I'm getting to it. I didn't, didn't include him. I didn't, include, 
I didn't include coaches in any of the things. Yeah, you put Sean. I just talked about them later. Yeah, you put Sean Payne. Let, let me let me do my thing. Let me do my thing and talk later. So, the so notable you, losses. You put Kellen Moore and Sean Payton in the same sentence. Let's calm down there a little bit. But continue. <laughs> uh, the notable losses. They did have none. They didn't lose anybody. Uh, I think they lost Matt Filer, but who really cares about that? Um, Drew Tranquil went to the Chiefs. Uh, he was actually relatively good last year uh, as a linebacker. So, but again, okay. Well, there's but they replaced him with Kendricks, who was obviously notably better. So that is an upgrade. Uh, let's talk about the good for the Chargers. I think the big thing, at least for this offense, is the continuity between all the position players. I mean, it's the same offensive line. It's the same weapons Herbert has had his entire career. And now they're adding Quinn Johnson, who was their first round pick, who looks like he might be the best receiver on the team, if we're being honest. Can I say a quick thing? And then I'm just going to probably go make a drink and let you guys talk. Uh, <laughs> sure. No, 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 no. I want You chime in. No, no problem. <laughs> no, just uh, Chargers are loaded on paper. I love Kelly yep. as an offensive coordinator. I'm excited to see how that looks. I don't trust it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's that really damn damn make a drink. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, continue. Yeah, here go. Go oh. you you talk about all the good that the Chargers can possibly have this year. No, I'll save it. Continue. You you you're cooking. Okay, um, so I think the continuity on offense, I mean, getting Rashawn Slater back is huge because he missed, did he miss the whole season or did he come back for playoffs last year? No, he wasn't healthy for playoffs. He got injured in week uh, three. Okay. Yeah, second half. Yeah, that's three. a thought. So, I mean, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Cam mentioned Kellen Moore coming in as offensive coordinator. So, hopefully just their offensive system in general is better because, I mean, all, all the Chargers offense last year was just dump off passes to Austin Eckler and passes in the flat. And I mean, they did not use Herbert's arm like they should when you have a quarterback with an arm like that. Um, my last note for the good, obviously, we look at the defense and we see guys like Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack and Derwin James and Asante Samuel. Uh, JC Jackson, is that still a guy who has any... Note in like that's got the thing because like you're on you're on Chargers training camp notice more than I am. Spills. He's practicing. Like, pads. is anyone talking about Jason? Yeah, he's playing in pads. He's recovered uh, miraculously, uh, way ahead of schedule. Um, he hasn't missed a beat. He's been playing well, uh, as per all reports. So um, the only uh, well, I'll get when we talk about the battle. Get there in a second, but uh, um. No, it sounded like he's uh, looking pretty good, uh, and he's worked really hard to get back. Uh, I think he understands that he was a huge disappointment last year, and he's taken a lot of self-responsibility, saying this team's invested a lot in me, uh, and he wants to get back to that top-tier status that he came on board with, and uh, we'll see what he can do, but I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, well, if no one else has any more good to say about the Chargers, um, Spills, this is your chance. Because after this, it's, I'm not. Oh, you want me to start with the good? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, 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 yeah. So the good, um, they locked up, uh, Herbert long-term. They had to do that. That was a huge yeah. headache that they got out of the way. Um, I don't care if anyone thinks it's an overpayment. It's going to be an underpayment in two seasons. Um, just that's just how the market's going right now. It's really there's been no discussion for whoever it is. Lamar hurts. It's going to be Burrow, and then it's going to be Lawrence next year, and it's going to continue going. It's just going to be I'm paying you an extra two and a half, five million dollars or whatever it is. That's how the market's going. The number was fifty two point five. That's what he was going to get. There was no real negotiation there. Um, so they locked him up. He says he feels uh, liberated, free, loose, ready to go. And um, again, the Kellen Moore offense, they've improved. The Why I'm really excited about Kellen Moore, I know you have some questions about his questionable plays and shutting down in big games against San Fran and whatnot and stuff like this. But at the end of the day, Justin Herbert is 
far more talented than Dak Prescott is. It's not even close. Um, he doesn't have the he has arm talent that Dak doesn't have. And to be able to have access to the weapons that they have on offense, uh, adding in QJ, uh, again, he's just been all over the training camp videos. Uh, Josh Palmer looks sharp. Their offensive line looks really good. It looks really solid. Um, they got Zion Johnson back at left guard where he played in college. Uh, he looked a little off last year. I was actually pretty disappointed with his play last year. But again, it was just kind of a big shit show all around. Um, I right away problem. Oh, sorry. We're staying with the good here. Uh, Eric Kendricks has been uh standout at camp as well and been a very, very, very good mentor for uh bust first round pick Kenneth Murray, who everyone is raving about. Uh, I'm not buying that for a second because no. everyone said, Oh, this is. This is the Kenneth Murray breakout year. Uh, no, uh, I think there's a better chance that Dan Henley, the third round pick, is playing in his place after the first five weeks of the year, which is when they have their bye. Um, and then now they have healthy competition in the secondary, which is good because that was one of their weak spots uh, in the first two years um, of the Staley regime. Uh, Michael Davis has quietly become one of the better corners in the NFL. And J.C. Jackson seems to be right back up to speed. And that allows you to play Asante Samuel in the slot. And I'll get to the uh, awards piece later. But again, they got a bunch of names. They got to stay healthy. They probably won't. And that's the end of my uh, good. So, Okay. Um, let's get into the bad. And I will start it off with a question. Spills, do you like Brandon Staley as your head coach? Yes. Wrong answer. <laughs> Very wrong answer. And a lot of execs that, are on the same page as you too, but I I have to ride with him. I'm riding with him. Yeah. There's a difference between having to ride with the guy and willingly choosing to back the guy. I'm and willingly choosing to back with him just because the, the culture is – compared to other seasons – where they just got a sense of this guy has no idea what he's doing. I think he knows what he's doing, uh, but it's just taken long to get to what he wants to do. Um, just blowing 27, nothing. Continue that, but that's just chargers. Like there, there's no other team in the NFL that that would have happened to other than the chargers. That's just classic chargers. How do you get out of the classic chargers? How do we stop charging? I don't know. It's just got to not happen at one point, but <laughs> uh it's it, quite literally it's just groundhog day it's every season it's the same thing it's yeah we got super bowl hopes oh my god we're so good this is the year and then it all falls apart miraculously in the end and i mean fuck you've been saying that for the last 20 years now so uh yeah so the coaching is my big issue with the chargers that is the reason why i don't believe in them as a real contending team. Uh, I think Staley will eventually hold them back. I do think Kellen works out over Lombardi at offensive coordinator. However, you did mention, uh, I have brought up that he has made some Brandon Staley-like mistakes on with his play calling with the Cowboys because those Cowboys had very, very good rosters over the years, very good rosters on offense, and it never amounted to anything uh, stop if you've heard that before. Spills, I know you have heard that a lot before because that's the Chargers. Um, it just is what it is. The coaching, I'm just not a fan. I don't think Brandon Staley has what it takes to be a head coach. I think he will be fired by the end of this year, bringing Kellen Moore with him, which does suck for Kellen Moore because this is, this is truly Kellen Moore's chance to be a head coach if he if the chargers if the chargers look great kellen moore will be gone and he will be a head coach somewhere next season uh if the chargers flame out they're both gone uh simple as that uh other bad thing we've talked about it a bit the medical staff and the training staff um not great not great has not been great for uh ever so and I don't even know how that gets fixed. 
Um, I'm hoping that that doctor that punctured Tyrod Taylor's uh, lungs a few years ago is out of the organization. Um, he is. Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah, their 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 trenches depth is a huge issue. You look at the teams that have a lot of success and go a long way. They are very deep in the trenches. Uh, as soon as not, well, I mean, both it's hard to to do anything when both your tackles go out. But again, their their swing tackles foster Sarah right now. This guy is atrocious. Has no business being on a football field. And Trey Pipkins is already battling an injury. So if Foster Sherrill has to be anchoring on the right side, you're already at a deficit right at the get-go. Um, and then the, in the defensive line, I was going to say earlier, they're just getting beat up at uh, on the inside of their D-line again. So they haven't been able to stop the run. Their issue has been the run defense, the toughness in the middle. If they can't keep anyone healthy and have any people step up in the middle of that defensive line, the run game is going to be an issue again. They're going to get run over, and they're going to give up a lot of points, regardless of how good or their explosive play prevention and uh, their secondary might be. It doesn't matter when you're just getting pounded uh, down the middle. So that's my yeah. my concerns right now is their trench depth. I would want them to add some veterans. There's people out there that they can add. They mm-hmm. have some money. and um, And then one more thing. Uh, there's still some veteran running backs. I know uh, Zeke's played here before. I don't know how much money he wants. Uh, they seem to like Josh Kelly and Isaiah Spiller. But again, I don't really know what they can do when push comes to shove. I'd rather have a guy that has more miles under his belt and has experience in the league to to pair up with Eckler than it be leaning on Josh Kelly and Isaiah Spiller. So I would, I would push for... Uh, a Zeke signing, but uh, I'd, I'd know that won't happen. But just yeah. throwing it out there. I, yeah, I think that's that's very fair. I mean, especially with like that defensive line depth. Because uh, I mean, with I feel like with Chargers, you just have to talk about injuries and guys like Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. I think Khalil Mack more just kind of the older age side of anything. Joey Bosa has been a band aid for most of his career. Mm-hmm. But like, if those guys get hurt, that defense does start to fall apart that is a big issue because i mean those two guys are still very very good when they are on the field it's just they got to be on the field um my one last bad point here justin herbert has no dog and simple there's just no there's no there's no validity to that statement he played an entire season with broken ribs that he has plenty of dog Plenty yeah. of dogs. And then they he willed, he and then they blew single-handedly it. willed the team to the playoffs last year against all odds. And uh and didn't, get it done in the, didn't get it done in the playoff game. But again, that's his first playoff game. So I'm not going to hold that against him. Uh they they learned a lot. Uh they've grown as a team and they'll be back to to lay down the law this year. So uh ceiling floor. Or right, Cam, you got any more weaknesses to to mention here? I mean, no, you guys kind of covered a lot of it. Um my big thing with the Chargers, it's like it's almost it's we've spoken about this a lot. It's the you're almost a victim of how good the AFC really is. Because it's like I think Justin Herbert is a top six, top seven quarterback. He's in that range, you know, maybe just outside the top five, right around the number five spot. But yeah. when four guys of that top six ahead of him are in the AFC. It's like looking at it saying, what chance does someone like a Kirk Cousins or a Geno Smith have of winning the NFC? You know what I mean? Like he's got to overcome three or four guys who are better. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're not seriously putting Geno Smith, Geno Smith overcoming Jalen Hurts versus Herbert overcoming Mahomes or Burrow. It's not even close. Herbert is so much closer to that tier than Geno Smith is to a Jalen Hurts kind of tier. Well, it's not that far. What if Josh? What if Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and these guys can make a jump to that tier? Herbert can't. No, I think yeah, because he has no dog. Okay, uh, you'll be you'll, you'll be on all fours barking at the end of this year. I'll tell you that much. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> 
Anything is possible. And like I actually have as my feeling here is I think you guys can win this division if everything clicks. You go position by position comparing yourselves to the Chiefs. There's only a couple positions that the Chiefs are better than the Chargers. I'm not disagreeing with that. But when the difference then becomes yeah, two or three. Like you could look at quarterback, tight end, defensive tackle. And head coach. And head, head coach. coach by a mile. Yeah. By a mile. But that's anyhow. Is the difference in roster big enough? That's really um, ceiling. Yeah, ceiling. I have ceiling at uh, like a 14, 15 win team if everything clicks. You know what I mean? But that's a big yes. Like like I said, yeah. there's not on paper, there's not a lot of holes on this Chargers roster. But I will, when I see it, that clicks. Jason, ceiling? Um, my floor and ceiling, uh, I have the floor as you guys just missed the playoffs. I don't think that should come as a shock, just given what the AFC is. Um, the ceiling, I, I think you guys can make it to the AFC championship game. Uh, you're not making a Super Bowl. You're definitely not winning a Super Bowl, especially with who is at coach and who is at your quarterback position, because he does not win. He does not win. Um, wins the Rose Bowls. Wins the Rose Bowl uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Keep talking about fucking college accolades there. Yes, sir. Uh, wins, uh, well. wins rookie of the year. Wins uh, just about every <laughs> every offensive stat you can want. Ranks about first in about every offensive stat you want in your first three years of your career. Not last year. Not enough for you. Yeah, well, it's hard to play with broken ribs. Tough. And how many playoff wins? After this year, he'll have uh, three. Nope. So, ceiling, Super Bowl champions, uh, I think uh, this is the year that they get it done. Everything's going to click. Um, I Sky's the limit. They just got to keep it together and not lose to themselves. They always lose to themselves. It's always a mental battle with charging. They got to get over the hump of just the charging piece. And uh, if there's ever a year, they have everyone. It's this year. It's all in. You got to go because they're going to have to make some tough decisions next off season with, uh, with money being pushed back with restructures. They're not going to have the same kind of caliber of team. They have to get it done now. So uh, I really hope they can go in and add a couple of veteran pieces and make a push here and see what they can do. And then the floor, um, I, I think just if they get held back for obvious reasons, such as injuries and beating themselves and, potentially the coaching and potentially injuries, they'll still be a wild card team. They're far too talented. I understand the, uh, I understand the AFC is, I understand the AFC is very tough, but they're just far too strong. And as long as Herbert's playing quarterback, there's nothing that can happen that will have them miss the playoffs. Impossible. Yeah. I put, I put bubble team, uh, but like I would say bubble team, but if I were to put my thing, I'd have you but like at that point, you're talking about probably five or six teams around that nine, ten win until the tiebreakers go and all yeah. that. But I personally would have you guys in as a wild card as my official prediction, and that's purely because Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's just get right into the Chiefs talk. Uh, Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, fourteen and three last year. Uh, Went on a run to the Super Bowl, ended up having a crazy game against the Eagles. Uh, the soft father helped them win that one. Uh, notable additions for the Chiefs this offseason, Jawan Taylor, Charles Menahue, who is now suspended six games, and Donovan Smith. Notable losses for the Chiefs, Juju Smith-Schuster, Orlando Brown, Juan Thornhill, Andrew Wiley, Mecole Hardman, and Colin Saunders. Um, let's just talk about the good. Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. The rest I do not care about. That's good enough to win a Super Bowl. Doesn't matter what the rest of the team looks like. And Chris Jones. Sorry. I mean, we've seen this team retool their different uh, positional groups in one season just with good coaching and development. Yeah. I, I have no concerns. My only concern is the wide receiver position, but it's like 
whoever you bring in is going to be the second pass catching option anyway, so the burden's not that big. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, like that's truly like all I have to say for the good because we know how good the Chiefs are. They're very good. So I think let's just start talking about the concerns we have about the Chiefs coming into the season. Cam, you just mentioned uh, they don't have a wide receiver one. I think Kadarius Tony is penciled in at that wide receiver one spot. Obviously, they got Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They drafted Sky Moore last year, drafted Rishi Rice this year. They Who's signed Richie James. And yeah. Um, and here comes Justin Ross, who has been the training camp darling. Highlights everywhere. Um, if he becomes an actual thing, like what he, like if he's like 80% of what he was at Clemson, what he was in college, like. He's going to be a very damn good receiver, especially in that team. Yep. Yeah. So, and I mean, like just looking at the other guys, Harris like Tony's, he's a band aid, but like when he gets the ball in his hands, he is explosive. MVS is a vertical deep threat. Sky Moore hasn't really done much, but I mean, like, they drafted him high for a reason. They drafted him ahead of George Pickens for some reason. Um, And, yeah, and, I mean, if we're still talking about the question marks, like, the question marks. All they do is develop their players, though. They have the best offensive coaching staff in the league. Uh, And then, again, Veach has a very good track record as of recent with finding darts all over the place in the draft. And uh, I don't really think it matters who their wide receiver one is. I think their offensive production will be just as good, whether they had added Hopkins or not this year. And the whole talk was, can they get Hopkins? Do they need Hopkins? I don't think they need Hopkins. It doesn't matter. People will get schemed open. People just have to catch the open passes. It doesn't really matter who it Mm is. Yeah. Um. We'll talk about the offensive line just quickly here. They brought in Juwan Taylor to be the right tackle. Uh, obviously, it's a good sign for them. But I think bringing in Duncan Smith to be their left tackle, who obviously was bad last year for the Buccaneers, who has been very good over the last few years, I think he's in a position to kind of have that resurrection of his career just slightly. Um like, if you're looking at Andrew Wiley compared to Donovan Smith, like, I think it's fairly comparable. I don't think Wiley is that much better, especially given what Donovan Smith has done in the past anyways. I genuinely don't know the answer to this question. I know Donovan Smith got a shitload of penalties last year, but, like, the reps he didn't get penalties, was he also bad? Or was it just bad because of the penalties? I genuinely I think that offensive line was just bad in general last year, and then he just kind of got picked on. Because didn't Werfs also get hurt? Uh, yeah, at he some was point hurt for a bit. There, it was just a wash situation. Um, definitely think he can bounce back. I don't think he's like totally cooked, um, but I think it's pretty comparable. Like you said, yeah, Wiley Smith. You know, it's the same caliber of player that uh, they're replacing there, and then. Jawan Taylor is going to be an anchor, obviously, at right tackle. There's zero concerns there. Yeah. Um, And my last concern that I have for the Chiefs is my big thing for them last year is this young talent that they had that – it's Veach, right? Brett Veach is the GM, right? Yeah. Absolutely killer draft uh, in 2022. Yeah, 2022. Yeah. all of those guys hit. Those guys need to keep getting better. Guys like George Harlaffis and Trent McDuffie. And then the guys that they brought in this year, I mean, they drafted Felix Anaduki Ozoma, who it will be starting for them at their other edge position because Charles Menehue is suspended for the first six games for being a dumbass. Um, I really like the linebackers, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, your boy Drew Tranquil spills. Uh like the, like the Chiefs' defense is low key pretty nice. Like if McDuffie does take the next step and he becomes like not a top ten corner, but if he becomes like a top twenty corner, Chiefs' defense will be pr- pretty stingy anyways. Maybe not top ten, but they'll be solid. No, they'll be good. Definitely good enough to make sure that they're competitive even in games. And I, this is what I had as a weakness actually is just boredom. Uh, 
I think they they're Fair. they're they're that good of a team where um it it's hard again hey, maybe they're maybe they're really different and I, I'm just not believing it yet but it's hard to be laser focused dialed locked in for all these years back to back to back to back to back coming off a Super Bowl again too it's hard to stay focused so yeah. uh can they get caught off guard in some games? They did last year. They lost to the Colts. And again, it didn't really matter at the end of the day. But there's opportunities like that on their schedule this year where um, I think they, f- they just are not laser-focused. They can there's, there, there's enough talent in the NFL that can uh, catch them by surprise. Uh, so that's, that, that's what I had for one more weakness there for them. Just wanted to throw sure. that in. That's that's the last one. Uh, I'm going to keep us moving just because we're almost coming up to two hours recording. Yeah, we Um, are. Yeah, this is this is going to be a long one. So uh, let's just get straight into the floor and ceiling because we all know the Chiefs are a fucking good team. Uh, Floor the floor is a playoff team. If they don't make the playoffs, that would be absolutely insane. Uh, Ceiling, obviously, Super Bowl. Yeah, Simple Super enough. Bowl and wild card. That's uh, exactly what I had. Just yeah. they can maybe get caught in the division, but again, I would say unlikely, just considering their track record. Uh, again, all the starters have to align, but um, I'm probably just on an island with that one, where I think they will be a wild card team. And if anyone says otherwise, I you have no, there's no issue with that. You, every previous year backs your way if you think it's going to be the Chiefs again. So. Uh, they'll be in the playoffs and they'll be uh, a tough out because um, they have a really good coach. That's about it. Yeah. And the best quarterback in the league. Uh, up for discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll just, yeah. I, the only thing I'd say different is I'd probably have the floor as like the number five seed because I think they'll be the best yeah. division winner in the Chargers club. Yeah, you can put you can add mm-hmm. that asterisk in for sure. They'll be right. five seed or they'll be the one seed. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the answer. Okay, uh, let's get to the division awards. Starting out with breakout player. Talked about him a bit already. Um, I had Kadarius Tony in this slot a couple hours ago, and then I was like, you know what? I've been, I'm buying into the Justin Ross hype train completely. Um, I think, will he come out of the gate immediately this season and show out? I don't think so. I think we'll have to earn those. But I think come October, come towards Halloween time, I think Justin Ross will work himself into that offense and he will be immediately one of the best targets Pat Mahomes has to work with, at least at the receiving position. Uh, Justin Ross is my breakout player. It's yeah. a good pick. Um, he's yeah. I definitely want to uh, pick him up earlier in fantasy than I should, just in case he is really good. I'll yeah. kick myself in the head for not having him on my team. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. If you're expecting to get him in the last round, that's not going to fly with me. At least uh, I'm, I'm definitely overdrafting him. So be prepared for that. Um, my breakout player is Asante Samuel. Um, I, my bold prediction for the year, I just think he is one of the best ball Hawks, uh, in the NFL. He just, he has, he has a huge tackling issue, but, uh, as long as he can shore that down, I I think he'll have really good opportunities coming out of the slot this year. As long as, uh, JC and Davis can lock it down. I think he'll have a 10 interception season. So. It's a lot of picks, I know, but um, I'm going with that number. Ten pick season for Asante Samuel, breakout player in the AFC West. That'd be insane. Uh, I had George Karlaftis written down here, but I think that's boring. So I'm going to go with the QB one of the Las Vegas Raiders is going to break out and show everybody that he is not a product of great systems. He is going to be a legit. <laughs> we can't be <laughs> calling Jimmy G a breakout. That's outrageous. I love it. <laughs> going into like his 10th year release. He's about to break out. I mean, fuck, Gino did it. I mean, Maybe Gino Jimmy G can do it too. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, not a bad one. That's, I mean, that's different, anyways. Um, 
Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, there's clearly only one choice. Uh, he plays for the Chargers, went to TCU, had a great season, and they got blown out in that national championship game. It is quarterback Max Duggan. Um, I am expecting Justin Herbert to get injured at some point this year. Max Duggan is going to take that job, never look back. Uh, we saw what he did when he took over the reins at TCU. I don't know. Maybe he can have a Brock Purdy run. Max this Duggan, guy's, my this uh, guy's the QB three. He's not even gonna make the roster. Jason, <laughs> Jason does Max Duggan have that dog in him? Oh no, yeah, he Max lost Duggan, by sixty points in the national championship game. He doesn't have dog. Did you see that? Did, did you watch his? Uh, fuck, I think it was the Big Twelve championship game where they just, that game was he just kept running down the field because he was uh, he was unconscious. That, he, was he has a dog. <laughs> Maybe Justin Herbert, you know, still, he will not do that. Stills, you love your college college accomplishments. I don't think Justin Herbert even made the national championship game. He was being held back by coaching. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't – I mean, well, I guess you used Justin Ross as a breakout, but he technically would have qualified as a rookie. No. Does he? Why? He didn't play last no. year? No. That's not how it works NFL-wise, though. Like, it's literally just rookies this year. It doesn't matter if you didn't play last year Oh, that's true. Mahomes wasn't a rookie in his year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like an NHL or NBA type thing. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, uh, I I know that's not your official pick. Your official pick is probably QJ. Um, Yeah. And it's going to be QJ uh, as long as he can – continue to get opportunities and just uh, shore up on his drop issue. Because again, we're seeing all the highlight real plays, but the beat reporters are still complaining about routine drops. So the drops are still a problem. Uh, Is Herbert's 100 miles per hour, five feet away? uh, Everyone else is catching them. So um, just got to go to the jug machine and continue to build that rapport. But uh Kellen Moore is going to find a lot of good opportunities to get him in space and get him downfield. Um, and I think he can creep close to a thousand yards this season, which would be miraculous considering all the mouths they have to feed on that team. Well, I was going to say, I mean, he's going to get opportunities when Keenan Allen inevitably goes down in week five and Mike Williams goes down in week six, and then he's your wide receiver one. Yeah. And then Josh Palmer's already I, out, and then we're bringing Michael Bandy back to fumble a jet sweep in the first half of the, of yeah. the game. Yeah, actually, all right. We'll, uh, bet on QJ to win the offensive rookie of the year. Nothing crazy. I think. Yeah, uh, I don't think I mentioned it when we were talking about the Chargers. But I do think that at the end of this year, Quinn Johnson will be your number one receiver after this year. I think Keenan Allen's going to regress. I think Mike Bill is. Mike Will is, and I think QJ has a chance to be Herbert's like true number one guy. Uh Cam, did you give your offensive rookie, or is it also QJ? I'm assuming I, it is. QJ, QJ is the obvious pick. Um, I didn't know he was already hurt, but I have put Rishi Rice there just because of the opportunity in that Chiefs wide receiver room. But fair, we think the same thing last year about Sky Moore, and that didn't really pan out. So we'll see. What Rookies is yeah. so uh, yeah, no, it, especially when you're narrowing it down by um, defense rookie of the year, Raiders edge Terry Wilson. Again, I think he's going to take that uh, job from Chandler Jones at some point. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyree defense rookie of the year. Yep, same. I have him there as yep. default. Uh, I can just clean sweep it with the Chargers. I also don't want to pick anyone on the Chargers because that would mean that one of the big names is going down with injury and it would have to be spectacular as a result. So out of uh, hope and prosper, we're, we're going to leave uh, the Chargers out. Although I would have suggested um, Thule, Thule Pelotu, the second round pick from uh, USC. It's been getting a lot of good uh, rave at camp uh, out of the edge position, but uh, let's hope that Bosa and Mac can stay healthy and get uh, their th- three, four sacks a week. Uh, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, offensive player of the year, I'm going with Travis Kelsey. Um, 
I don't think I really have to say much. It would have been between him or Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams will probably have a worse season just because he isn't doesn't have like his college best threat friend throwing him the ball anymore. He's got yeah. the best looking quarterback football, but uh doesn't amount to much. Uh so Travis Kelsey, offensive player of the year. Yeah, I agree. I think uh Kelsey hasn't won it yet in his career, and I think this is gonna be the year that the media gives him his flowers. Um, I think Keenan Allen's going to break the receptions record this year. I think he's going to have 150 receptions. He looks crisp. In 10 games? He looks crisp. (laughs) He looks healthy. And uh, he's getting put all over the field, outside, inside. Um, I think there's just going to be a lot of opportunity to thrive in the offense. Um, As much as I rave about Mike Williams, I think he's going to take the biggest step back production-wise just because I think QJ is going to get a lot of opportunities, but uh, Keenan Allen is going to be a target machine and he's going to eat up a lot of targets that went to Austin Eckler formally last year, just naturally as a part of the offense. Um, Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I'm going Keenan Allen, 150 receptions and uh, that's, that's, that's happening. So offensive player of the year, Keenan Allen. I don't even want to address that, Jason. Okay. What's the record? One forty-four. <laughs> Is it Michael Thomas? Yeah, it's Thomas around there. There it is, but yeah, it's, it is. Did Jefferson get even uh, close okay. last year? Um, I don't think so. No. One forty. One fifty. He he was close for the yard. Close for receptions. Yeah, uh, defensive player of the year going back to the Raiders. Uh, Max Crosby. I think Max Crosby is probably one of the most underrated edge players just because he is the only good player on that Raiders defense. He gets all the attention. Doesn't matter. He still gets all the pressures. Sack numbers don't really show up. That's what happens when you get double and triple teamed every single play. So Max Crosby, defense player of the year. I agree with everything you said. My only thing is, is I feel like usually the defensive player of the year goes to a player on a good team more often than not. And I don't know if they're going to give it to someone on a bad team. Um, so I'm going to say for the very similar reason I said Travis Kelsey, I'm going to go with Chris Jones. I think he's going to get his uh, legacy defensive player of the year for this division. And uh, that'll be that. Yeah, Chris Jones no, is a – Chris Jones is uh... – I, I think he's overtaken Aaron Donald uh, for the top defensive lineman, uh, right, interior defensive lineman in the NFL, and uh, I got him for this award too. Um, yeah, not not picking a charger here, although I'd have loved to uh, ride with uh, Derwin, but uh, it's this is Chris Jones' award to lose. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with this holdout situation uh, since the – They've already announced that they don't plan on making him the highest paid defensive tackle, which to me is crazy. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a good pick. I think I probably just forgot about him. Um, MVP. Um, I'm picking Pat Mahomes. Sam, I'm sure you're picking Pat Mahomes, and Spills, you're picking Max Duggan, right? Justin Herbert is winning the MVP award. He's winning the Super Bowl MVP award. <laughs> Uh, and he's going to have 5,500 passing yards and 55 touchdowns this season. Jesus Christ. That would be. Also, uh, just as an aside, uh, if you go on FanDuel, if you're to bet Justin Herbert over 35 touchdowns, I think it's plus money for like whatever reason. That is a bet I'm totally taking because he should have more than 35 touchdowns this season. Uh, yeah, but he's just he's just simply not better than Patrick Mahomes. So. Oh, Patrick Mahomes will be this division. year, and uh, that's that is where it is. Since you brought up FanDuel, I'll do some advertising for them as well. Uh, you put fifty dollars on a Super Bowl winner, and for every win that your team gets throughout the season, get a five dollar credit. So uh, if you put fifty dollars on the Chargers, you'll have your money back after week eleven. Sorry, twelve because they have a buy. So oh. I that's what that- I did with the Eagles last year. Yeah, that's what I did with the freaking Bucks last year. Don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
didn't even make his money back. <laughs> no, it didn't. And to finish it off, division winner, I'm with the Kansas City Chiefs. Cam, you're going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Phil, you're obviously going with the Chiefs. Yeah, I got them 13 and 4, and I got the Chiefs 12 and 5. There you go. Okay, well, that was really fucking long. Um, lot of good NFL discussion, lot of good talk. Uh, any any last notes about anything NFL related before I ended here? Yeah, you're gonna eat all your words and all your demise you put towards uh, the God, the Savior, Justin Herbert. Uh, open up. You're going to be getting an egg right in the middle of your forehead after Week One when. Uh, absolutely put the dolphins in the walk so good luck uh yeah you'll need it yeah it's cam, going to be a blowout hmm. Fuck. yeah cam have i told you about that bet no okay so week one because funds are low currently uh in the wells household so i was like spills week one bet we got to do something basically the loser is just getting an egg smacked on their head i like it yeah, so that'll be a big week one matchup. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I'm so happy that that's the week one matchup. Jason Yoke Wellsy is gonna be your uh, your new name there. <laughs> fucking yoked is right. Um, is I that because Brock Purdy's leading us to the end of the season this year. Let's go, baby. That, I mean, he hasn't lost yet, so uh, okay. Let's let's end it here. This was a very long episode. Uh, thank you guys for both doing this. I really appreciate it. Recording early too. Uh, if you've liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.